Welcome to Everything That Glitters with Glitzy. Welcome to another episode of Everything That Glitters with Glitzy. Um, today I'm going to talk about, again, um, I know I've done one of these before, but I'm going to talk about some, some people that made history. They don't really get credit for the things that they did. And um, these people decided to do what was right when that was definitely the farthest thing from being popular. And, you know, we, we have to understand that to get where we are, there were people who paved the way. We always talk about, I know in the African American community, about paving the way. You know, you do something today, that's paving the way for someone that's going to come along behind you to sort of have a have a, a groundwork. You know, they got a, a plan. Um, they just not going into something willy-nilly. And so we have to continue to give credit to those people who maybe aren't as popular, aren't as mainstream. And um, that's what we're going to do today. So number one. Again, me being an educator, you guys, this is someone you have to know. Shirley Chisholm, 1924 to 2005. Um, again, Congress is definitely more diverse than ever. However, Chisholm, she was attempting to shatter that glass ceiling. Um, the same could not be said. So during a racially contentious period in the late 60s, she became the first black woman elected to Congress. First black woman elected Congress. She represented New York's 12th district from 1969 to 1983. And in 1972, she became the first woman, first woman to run for the Democratic Party presidential nomination. Her campaign slogan, unbought and unbossed. Y'all, I can't look. (laughs) I can't tell you how that makes me feel to hear that. Okay. Unbought and unbossed. Yes. So when Senator Camilla Harris recently paid tribute to Chisholm in her presidential campaign, um, she announced by using a similar logo to Chisholm, you guys, but you have to, you got to understand that should give you chills. Okay. Unbought and unbossed. Um, You have to understand that. In New York at that time, corruption, come on now, unheard of. <laughs> Another level. All right, so number two, you're going to talk about B.R. Rustin, 1912 to 1987. Now, we always talk about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, in the March on Washington. However, it was Rustin who organized and strategized in the shadows. As a gay man who had controversial ties to communism, he was considered too much of a liability to be on the front lines of the movement. So, you know, guys, even then, we were trying to, you know, relegate people for, for what they got going on. Nevertheless, he was considered to be one of the most brilliant minds and served his community tireless while pushing for more jobs and better wages. So he pushed on. He he knew that they were going to have issues with him in his life. But you know what? He, he kept moving. All right. We have Claudette Colvin. So before Rosa Parks refused to give her seat on a bus in Montgomery in 1995, there was a brave 15-year-old who chose not to sit at the back of the bus, and that young girl was Colvin. Touting her constitutional rights to remain seated near the middle of the vehicle, Colvin challenged the driver and was subsequently arrested. She was the first woman to be detained for her resistance. However, 
her story isn't nearly as well known as Parks. Colvin was also, um, I want to say she was either, she either had a child or she was pregnant at the time. I want to say she was pregnant at the time. So, um, I might go back and check that out. But yeah, Claudette Colvin was definitely one that no one really knows about. But when I tell you guys, she was a trailblazer. She was a trailblazer. Next, we have Annie Lou Cooper, 1910 to 2010. So, she was the, a Selma um native and she played a critical part in the 1965 Selma voting rights movement but it wasn't to overplayed her in the 2014 film Selma that people really took notice of Cooper's activism so she is lauded for punching Alabama Sheriff Jim Clark in the face but she really deserves to be celebrated for fighting to restore and protecting voting rights in Alabama during that time so man come on down Okay, what can we say? You know, women, we feisty. You know, hey, maybe he needed it. I wasn't there, but she did it. I'm sure he deserved it. Next, we have Dorothy Height. 1912 to 2010, she was held the godmother of the women's movement. Height used her background in education and social work to advance women's rights. She was a leader in the Young Women's Christian Association, which also WICA, and the president of the National Council of Negro Women. NCNW for more than 40 years. She was also among the few women present at the 1963 March on Washington where King delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech. She's been front and center. Alright, we have Jesse Owens, 1913 and 1980. Y'all know a lot of people have heard a little bit more about Jesse Owens because about the movie, which the movie is really good. If you guys have not seen his movie, please check that out, Jesse. So Owens was a track and field athlete who set world records in a long jump at the 1936 Olympic Games in Berlin. And you guys know that that's when Germany um, was being ruled by Hitler. He did this in front of Hitler. He won four gold medals at the Olympics that year in the 100, 200 meters, along with the 100-meter relay and other events off the track. In 1976, Owens received the Presidential Medal of Freedom and was postmodernly awarded Congressional Gold Medal in 1990. Betsy Coleman 1892 to 1926 so despite being the first licensed black pilot in the world coleman wasn't recognized as a pioneer in aviation until after her death which is come on guys you got to give people their flyers while they're here through history has favored amelia everhart or the rice brothers coleman who went to flight school in france in 1919 paved the way for a new generation of diverse flyers like the Tuskegee Airmen, Blackbirds, and Flying Hobos. Now, again, she went to a flight school in 1919. She died in 1926, guys. So, I'm going to let you figure that one out. Next, we have Robert Abbott, 1870 to 1940. All right. So, without Abbott's creative vision, many of the black publications of today, such as Ebony, Essence, Black Enterprise, and Upscale, would not exist. In 1905, Abbott founded the Chicago Defender, which is a weekly newspaper. The paper originally started out as a four-page pamphlet, increasing its circulation with every edition. Abbott and his newspaper played an integral part in encouraging African Americans to migrate from South, from the South for better economic opportunities. Basically, we're more than sharecroppers, we're more than farmers, right? Next, we have Ethel Waters, 1896 to 1977. Ethel's First entertainment business in the 1920s as a blues singer. 
but she made history for her work in television. In addition to becoming the first African-American to star in her own TV show in 1939, which is the Ethel Water Show, she was nominated for her first enemy in enemy Emmy in 1962. So, yeah, big times. And next we have Gwendolyn Brooks. Y'all better know it. 1917 to 2000, Brooks is considered to be one of the most revered poets of the 20th century. She was the first black author to win the Pulitzer Prize in 1950 for Annie Allen, and she served as a poetry consultant to the Library of Congress, becoming the first black woman to hold that position. Now, she also, um, she was also the poet of uh, lariat of the state of illinois and many of her works reflected the political and social landscape of the 1960s you guys so prolific including the civil rights movement and the economic climate alice coleman 1923 to 2014 growing up in albany georgia the soon-to-be track star got an early start running on dirt road and running over makeshift hurdles she became the first african-american woman from any country First African-American woman from any country to win an Olympic gold medal at the 1948 Summer Olympics in London. She set the record for the high jump at the Games, leaping to 5 foot and 6 and 1 8 inches. Through, throughout her athletic career, she won 34 national titles, 10 of which were in the high jump. She was officially inducted into the National Track and Field Hall of Fame in 1975 and the U.S. Olympic Hall of Fame in 2004. Wow. Gordon Parks, 1912 to 2006. Parks was the first African-American on the staff of Life magazine. He later would be responsible for some of the most beautiful imagery in the pages of Vogue. He also was the first director of, ma of a major film, Shaft, helping to shape the black exploitation era in the, in the 70s. Parks famously told Life in 1999, I saw that the camera would be a weapon against poverty, against racism, against all sorts of social wrongs. I knew at that point I had to have a camera. Jane Bolin, 1908 to 2007. A pioneer in law, Jane Bolin was the first black woman to attend Yale Law School in 1931. In 1939, she became the first black female judge in the United States where she served for 10 years. One of her significant contributions throughout her career was working with private employers to hire people based on their skills as opposed to discriminating against them because of their race. She also served on the boards of NAACP, Child Welfare League of America, and the Neighborhood Children's Center. Maria P. Williams, 1866-1932 Thanks to the early accomplishments of Williams as the first black woman to produce, write, and act in, your, in her own movie in 1923, The Flames of Wrath, we have female directors and producers like Oprah, Ava DuVernay, Sandra Reams, Beyond Film, the former Kansas City teacher, was also an activist, detailed her leadership skills in the book. She authored My Work and Public Sediment in 1916. Marsha P. Johnson, 1945-1992. to Before the Netflix documentary, which if you guys haven't seen it, 
definitely check out The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. Um, many people were unfamiliar with the influential role she had as a drag queen in the queer culture. Queer culture. So Johnson, a black trans woman and activist, was at the forefront of the LGBTQ movement. In addition to being the co-founder of STAR, an organization that helped homeless queer youth, Johnson also fought for the equality through the Gay Liberation Front. Many represent, everybody know my song, but check this out. Mariah Carey is herald for her whistle register, which is the highest human voice is capable of reaching. But Ripperton perfected the singing technique years before and was best known for her five octave vocal range. The whistling can be heard on her biggest hit to date, Loving You. The infectious ballad was originally created as an ode to her daughter, Maya Rudolph, who plays in Bridesmaids and Saturday Night Live. Fame. However, before she could become a household name, she died in 1979 at the age of 31 from breast cancer. And I'm going to end this episode talking about uh, Ruby Bridges, which she was born in 1954. Ruby is still with us, which again, give people their flowers while they're still here. Bridges probably had no idea that the bold act she committed in 1960 was set off a chain reaction leading to the integration of schools in the South. She was just six. Six. So when someone has audacity to tell someone how young they are or how old they are, there is no age when it comes to being able to change the world and change people from within. Okay, she was six when she became the first African-American student to attend William France Elementary in Louisiana at the height of the segregation. She is now the chair of Ruby Bridges Foundation, which was formed in 1999 to promote the values of tolerance, respect, and appreciation of all differences. So um, I'm going to end this list here, you guys. It's, when I tell you, it should warm just the, the range of people that I've discussed in this episode um lets you know that everyone has a role to play in making a society better and making this world that we all share a better place and um as I alluded to you know maybe it was in another podcast but even in 2022 we have so much more to do um so do not ever say that you know you're waiting for someone else to do it you make the first move all right. If it's something you guys want me to clarify, talk more about, or talk about on another podcast, please drop me a line at talkwithglitzy, T-A-L-K-W-G-L-I-T-Z-S-E-Y at gmail.com.